everyone. We interrupt our weekly shenanigans to bring you yet another bonus episode. This one we're very excited to talk about since we crossed more major milestones for the show. One of the largest we've hit is making 10,000 downloads. Woohoo! Hey! That's awesome. That is cueing the uh, Cue in the crowd cheering noises there. Yes, shoreline. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, we're just so blown away about how much we progressed especially due to the short period of time the show's been around. And one of the other um, milestones we hit is we are now streaming and downloaded, listened to in over 50 different countries. This is not including territories or municipalities or anything like that, just like full-on countries, 50 of them. That's crazy. That's crazy. I would have never, never thought we'd have even ventured out, maybe even past the West Coast, let alone of the U.S., let alone all these other different countries. What was one of the newest places that we were number number two in six? It was Switzerland. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just mind blown, you know, like how, how much we're reaching and who is listening to us. I can't wait to see where we're going to be at like 15,000, 25,000 and so forth. Like how big is, uh, or how many more listeners are we going to get? And honestly, thank you to every one of you out there who are listening to us, supporting us, giving us feedback. Uh, shout outs definitely to Switzerland for making us be number two in all of your country as far as aviation podcast is concerned. Yeah, I mean, we've even had international guests on thus far, too. And 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 now in talks of collaborations uh, with other podcasts from other nations as well. Like, it's, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. So, like, Switzerland, uh, Germany, thank you all for that. The Philippines, even. And Canada, like all of you guys listening, especially you guys in those countries. Yeah, Australia's been killing it too. Yeah, Australia's been really a big, big massive support for us. Mm -hmm. And and what's crazy is the time frame that this has all happened. I mean, since since you and I even talked of the concept of this this podcast, it's not even been one year. And I think it's only been seven months since we released the first episode. So that's pretty wild too. Yeah, it was back in August. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was August. Holy cow! I think it was like late, like August. late, late August. I think right, like mm-hmm. the last two weeks of August, something like that. It was something like, like that. And I know you and I just started talking towards the middle to end of June of last year about well, you approached me six. You were like, "Hey, why don't we just take these conversations we have here every day and just start recording them?" Yeah. yeah all right. Sounds good. How are we going to go? I know nothing about this, and then you know, all, you know, did all the research and able to get Shoreline to hook it up with, so it doesn't sound like a bag of nails being <laughs> being drug across the chalkboard you know <laughs> thank you so much for that Shirley man like you actually makes us sound professional ish <laughs> as far as um as, yeah as far as you can we, we yeah. do pretty good we do i mean good. there's only so much you can filter through of us so <laughs> i i know i know other podcasts with more resources that are doing less so i think we're doing all right yeah so again special thanks to you guys the listeners also our patrons for supporting us and in more ways than one to get this show going to where it is and then uh mvp mentioned about approaching and starting this all in june we definitely have to thank uh jacqueline uh paxton uh, for pushing us along giving us the advice how to start it how to make a website giving us a, a, a platform to post our episodes on stuff like that and also for Brian, Brian Demo, this, he was pretty much the, the kick in the ass. So like, why don't you do it? You should do it. What's, why haven't you done it yet? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
thanks to people like that for kicking us in the ass and basically saying, get after it. What are you doing? You're wasting time. Don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Do it now. Do it. Right. You know? Do it. Do it. <laughs> for real. And anybody out there that's trying to start a podcast, it's uh, it's a lot more fun than you think. And just do it. If you, if you have a podcast idea, somebody's going to listen. Yeah. Most of them. I mean, they listen to us. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. If people listen to us yammer on about ridiculousness then uh then i think they'll probably listen to what you got to say too just know that there's a crowd for everybody so whatever you're talking about there there is a there is an audience for it absolutely uh i personally have to shout out uh mvp's wife uh kool-aid uh blossom i can't remember which nickname we went with (laughs) whatever whatever we choose at the time (laughs) (laughs) she's the chameleon which is whatever we she's whatever she presents to us but honestly thanks mvp to your wife man she's been killing it for us as far as social media and digital marketing is concerned just yeah she's a wizard with that kind of stuff like i'm telling you when she first wakes up in the morning she's usually on instagram posting stuff or on facebook or or whatever social media platform and she's working you know not only for us but she's working uh for her restaurant as well and a couple other smaller things but yeah from She's always posting videos, always making posts, always. And she she's sitting there and she'll she'll search for an hour to find the right song to go with the right video and the certain part of that song. And it's um, and then just like, you know, today uh, is Easter. So happy Easter, everyone. But also she's, you know, finding pictures related to Easter music related to that kind of goes with that. And she's she's not afraid to get out there and just just bombard people other people's pages you know all these different (laughs) maintainers pages or whatever have you and she'll just go through and like all their stuff to get them like back she'll interject she'll interject into people's conversations under different threads on those pages and uh like oh if you like that you should definitely check out this podcast and and She's really good with that because if it was left up to me, I, I got to tell you, it wouldn't. Yeah. it wouldn't be where it's at. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're, and they're meaningful conversations too. That's the big one, you know. Like, they, it actually adds value to their life at, in some way, shape, or form. And then that's where, like, okay, let's get this look. Oh wow, I never thought this is something I never thought I needed. Imagine that. So, off the wall, uh, Blossom <laughs> Kool Aid uh, MVP's wife, man, thank you so much for all of that. Um. I would have to, I also got to mention the the podcast collective Facebook group. They've been opening threads for advice, uh, networking. They had a, a virtual uh, podcast convention, which we were on two, almost three panels on that. And we were able to network with so many people. And then most, some of them actually reached out to us and want to do some collaborations with us. So big thanks to that Facebook group for pushing it along, allowing us to jam more threads and be interactive with other podcasters and stuff like that. And that is actually a big goal for us. I think we all can agree on that. We w- we do want to do more collab and have more guests involved on our show and us be guests on their show. Um, I know for six and I specifically, uh, we'd, we'd love to be able to travel, especially these, to some of these countries where, where we have such a big following and, and, and sit down with some people who live there, some of our fans and do a collaboration episode with them or have them on as a guest or, and just visit, you know, visit maybe their shops and hangers and just kind of have a good time with it. Absolutely. Yes, please. I mean, we're dying for public events where we can meet some of you or you guys can come and meet us. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It could just be like a, a hangout or a, a conference room, a coffee shop, something. We're just, we're, we're itching for that. We're waiting for it. We're just hoping everything stays trending in the positive where we can do that. I also like to thank the those who are on Twitter 
and all the other social medias who just share our content and like like subscribe all of that there's just this big elder scroll of a list of you and i can't name all of you because <laughs> just just so many of you um next on stage one podcast definitely got a shout out to those who they've been shouting us out almost every single episode they've had and that's just been a big support for us uh extra duty podcast uh crazy laser for the coasters and gifts that we give to our guests uh rockwell time our first ever sponsor def show them all the love have all our all the hugs <laughs> <laughs> all the bro hugs the girls uh, or the women of Dick Talk Mimosas podcast who we're also talking about collaborating with. That's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm looking itching. forward to that. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to see where that's going to go. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun. I imagine uh, they're going to make me blush quite a bit. <laughs> right? Like, ooh, I don't know. I think I'm going to come in there all hot and heavy and they're going to be like, eh, hey, sit the fuck down. Okay, I'll just be over here in the corner. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Right. They're going to say something and just kind of give us that stare. Like, you better say something I want to hear. Like, yeah. <laughs> they'll ask you a question and they'll be like, keep, but keep in mind, there is a right answer. Oh, I thought it was multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, Artag, definitely, uh, Artag definitely got to hit up those guys. They've given us so much knowledge, especially me on the veteran side of things. Like, I never thought these programs exist or they existed recently. And this should have happened like forever ago. Uh, the during campaign with Rochelle Lafleur as the f uh, founder that was a big experience. Mm -hmm. uh, Office with clothing, who's been kind of collaborating on some different shirt ideas or merch ideas. That's another one. Um, aircraft tool supply for pushing us along as far as the tool site is concerned, giving us our first press release to all these different magazines and stuff. That was cool. Uh, Oak Place Woodworks. There's so many of you, man. I again. Like the, the the Elder Scroll list is like it's it's from my chair down into two blocks down the street. It's just so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, we could we could go on for the full you know forty five minutes to an hour of just thank yous to all of you, plus all of our all of our sponsors, all of our all of the people that have helped us out, like put the giveaway and 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 patrons and and all that. Like you guys are you guys are awesome. Uh, we wouldn't hit ten thousand without any of you. So. Well, and also six big thanks to you because you're you're not afraid yes. to get out there and just reach out to people and say, hey, you know, this is who we are. What's up with you guys? And just start interacting with them on social media. And then you make those conversations. Next thing you know, we have a guest coming on or um, another potential, you know, business partner or whatever the case may be. But uh, good on you for for taking that initiative and just and putting us out there. Yeah, uh -huh. I don't think I don't think we either of us would have started a podcast without you. No, that's 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 one hundred percent true. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I got you guys to thank as well because I mean, if I did not have either of you, it'd just be like, well, here I am again. I don't staring know. You're pretty resourceful. The... You'd figure it out. Stop it! <laughs> stop it! No, but really, thank for both of you, like having you guys on this show as well because we we just jive so well. It's one of those like we cover all the the fields all the gaps where we would have shortfall and then just like now we're escalating this to a position where neither of us would have expected it would go for sure yeah it's pretty impressive so do we have any questions from anybody Ooh, questions and you know what uh i do have some leftover from the last q a episode and then some new ones that came in within the last 48 hours okay <laughs> cool oh, dang all right let's do it uh so one of the most common ones i've been seeing is what is your favorite airframe or aircraft to work on oh i know right like ah uh, damn it <laughs> well 
for me, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on UAVs, so I would have to say a couple of those platforms. I don't know if I can mention specific ones yet because of some of the nature of those programs, but I would have to say just for the UAVs, just because they don't have all the all the uh, aircrew related flight uh, safety of flight items that you have to deal with. There's no eject, you know. Oh yeah, eject chairs. Stuff. There's no there's no oxygen systems. There's no there's no uh, real bleed air systems for pressurization or anything like that. So I would I would have to say probably most of the UAV platforms would be. Uh, one for one, they're my favorites, and that's probably because I cut my teeth on those. Mm-hmm. And I've spent the most time with them and have been in multiple locations doing different things with them. Um, so that's probably why they always have a, a soft spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just because of their s- simplistic nature that they don't have all the added things that you would have when you have a manned aircraft. That's true. You know, like now that you mentioned that egress stuff is so freaking scary. Like I like I see some aircraft, it has like 12 different do not pull in, uh, unless emergency thing, like the yellow and black uh, striped um, handles and whatnot. Like, yeah, you don't have the twister game that the pilot has to play to egress out of the, out of the aircraft. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, matter of fact, I was watching this one video uh, some time ago about how a pilot when he ejected, he ended up becoming like two or three inches shorter because the ejection, ejection seat compressed his spine so hard. They say that every time a pilot ejects their spine collapses by an inch so they're only allowed two ejections before they're uh grounded because they'll kill themselves if they do it again yeah i mean i I believe it because i mean i I don't know the math but imagine how many g's is going through your body when that ejection seat pops off yeah that's yeah not fun probably quite a bit uh i would say for myself it would probably it will most likely be the ah1 cobra and i say this uh, because it's small enough and it's not avionics advanced enough to give you too much of a headache. And then plus engine changes out that thing is like super freaking easy. It's like uh, thir- uh, 16 bolts and it's done. It's out It's out of there. And most of it is all in the front. Like easy day. <laughs> nice. Um, and, this, and again, the airframe is just so small. There's only so many things that could go wrong on that thing. So if you maintain it well, it'll pro- it won't break for quite a while. And that's like a lot of the UAV platforms. They they're pretty pretty. The longevity of those of those aircraft is pretty good. Most of the time, when you're changing stuff, it's because it's a high time item, right? It's just coming due for change. It's not because it actually actually broke. True. And they're also not pulling crazy G's. They're more lofty floating entities. True. Very true. What about uh, you? What about you, uh, Shoreline? What's your favorite airframe? Um, if if you had to pick, what would you want to have worked on? Oh man, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, 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 I feel like helicopters would be really cool to work on. Um, that is something that I mean, if I had expertise in the area, I just feel like that would be just learning how they work. Uh, I think that that would be very interesting. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into helos yeah. from mm-hmm. just the tiny, tiny little bit that I have messed with them. There's. A lot of a lot of moving parts, man. They they sort of defy uh, physics in their flight, so to yeah. speak. They're like the bumblebees of uh, the aviation realm. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say I was about to say bumblebees are butterflies. Same thing's like this shouldn't fly, but yet here it is. <laughs> but yet here here it is defying defying nature's laws. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see another question. Uh, what is the difference between a tool and a tool? <laughs> Uh, the person using it. <laughs> uh, yep. But one but, of them get one of them fits in a box and the other one doesn't. I, I don't know. <laughs> although some of the tools, air quotes, could be used as a tool because they're so dense, yeah. you could use them as a hammer almost. Thick-headed, thick-headed individuals. <laughs> Uh, um, Charlene, I got to ask, man, like, have you ever, I think you've mentioned this once before, but have you ever had a, a air quote tool in, on your team? Um, less on my team. I think, I think we've all run into people that we don't necessarily get along with work wise, but I've got at least a couple of stories uh, of some, some tools being on my stage, um, Ooh. working with tools, uh, you know. Uh, just people you don't want to really work with. And I, I'm not going to name any names. Um, although there is a band that has been very famous for just being douchebags uh, this past year that have gotten like, you know, banned on Facebook and all that kind of thing that I worked with. They were the the first band I ever worked with. And um, they uh, just total douchebags. Uh, at, least at, Interesting. at least the lead singer is a total douchebag, which... He's the only mm-hmm. original member of the band, so you kind of expect that. Uh, kind of, uh, yeah, I know. Kind of wonder why he's the only original one now. If he's right. that bad, no you know, everybody else is like, "Screw this, I'm out." Yeah, there was like right. a fist fight before and after the show. Like it was just a mess. Wow! Holy cow! Yeah, man. Yeah, the, they went to the meet and greet, came back. There was a fist fight. It was. It was like, just between ridiculous. the members, between yes. the members, and yes. then they went out. Oh my god! Yeah, Damn. man, it was ridiculous. Talk about dysfunctional family. I guess that's the side of it you don't really see too much. There's probably a lot of that that goes on in a lot of bands, I'm sure. Uh, Not many of the ones that I work with, but it, I mean, there's definitely some times where it's just, you know, uh, tension and just Sure, and if you've been on a world tour for nine to ten months, then yeah, I I guess I can see uh, living in a bus together all the time. Yeah, it'd probably be pretty old. I mean, we all know how it was on deployment sometimes and like. You know, six to eight months in, and you're looking at that person across the aircraft, and you're going, "You son of a sack of Julian, right?" It's like a nickel Pfeiffer. You know, you just (laughs) growling at him because you see him all the time, and you don't want to see him anymore, right? Right? It's like, ooh, like can you just like throw your head in a gas tank or something? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you you contemplate taking a beating him with a sack of nickels. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Here was another one. what has been your biggest success that has given you the drive you have today? Oh man, well, you, you guys are getting a little serious with these questions. All right, oh. let's just—I <laughs> don't know if you've listened to the podcast before. We're kind of a jovial, slap happy, hit fire and group here. You're, you're getting really in depth with these questions. All right, I wasn't prepared <laughs> for this today. Uh, wow, man, uh, biggest success. Uh, as far as the show's concerned, I think. Um, for me, as far as the show, it's when we got our first uh, positive feedback. Like, I listen to you guys all the time. It's getting me through A&P school. I, feel, I, I, I relate completely to everything you guys are saying. Like, thanks, man. That means a lot. That means a lot. I mean, it's kind of sad that you're going through it and we're kind of just re- recollecting a bunch of uh, stuff that we've been through or we know if people have been through. And like, and it's a cycle still repeating, but... Honestly, that meant a lot. And the fact that we are getting this co- consistently has been like, you know what? This, we're doing this for 
um, the right audience. Yeah. To add to that, we've had a couple of hater comments come into us. And uh, also knowing that we have some haters out there is also justification that we're doing something right. Because, exactly. right. you know, if we're it's just positives across the board, you're like, yeah, maybe people are just being nice. But when you yeah. have those couple of hater comments come across, you're like, nah, nah, we we found a niche. We found a group of people who who are who like this, who are interested, and uh, and that's for them. That's why we're doing it, not for those haters. But like I said, those haters validate everything that we're doing. So it's right. good to have haters sometimes too, right? And I think that and uh, to maybe I'm weird, maybe I'm a, a a glutton for pain, but I like hearing the hater comments. You know, yeah. The hater oh, comments man, is does, like my it does, motive. It does spiral some good conversations between us out of those. For sure, let's talk about the extent of these actual hater comments. It's it's usually about our language. Like I, I would say, ninety five percent of them, yeah, is talking about how how terrible our language is, and it's like, man, we are so tame. Like, yeah. I, I know, very mild <laughs> compared to some other podcasts out there. Is like, like the what was the most recent one? Uh, it was, it was oh the. The listen to only one episode didn't didn't mention which episode they listened to just right. said listen to one episode and your the the profanity is very unprofessional which makes me wonder what else is unprofessional about what you do and yeah. you're kind of like so we went back through i think that the most recent episode that we did and i think in the entire 45 to an hour that we recorded maybe cursed maybe cursed five times yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't think that's that bad you know what i mean yeah not for an hour long episode like, no. <laughs> well, and, and especially like you almost want to go to that individual and say, do you, do you work in aviation? <laughs> and if so what part? Because if, be, well, listen though, because if they were to spend the same amount of time on the hangar floor, their head would explode from all the swearing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's mild compared to what it truly is. Right. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just nature of the beast. <laughs> That's right. It's mild compared to our post episode meetings. Like, uh, well, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> it's true too. Uh, like, here, here's my dumb ass, like cussing every other word, like a, like, like a cuss word's a comma, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, but you know what? I do love them for their, for their honesty and at least telling us what they feel. And sure. I appreciate, I appreciate it. It's just going to make me do it more, but I appreciate it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one of, one of my favorite things about the podcast in terms of successes is, uh, and, and what's proven success to, to at least me is getting people that aren't in the aviation field listening to the podcast and them yeah. loving it. Oh, uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Saying it's relatable. They they have never worked in aviation and say that it's very relatable to their own profession, whatever that field may be. Yeah. Exactly. Like my dad listens to the podcast every week and shout out dad. And of course he's my dad. So he's going to listen, but also, I mean, he's worked at a bakery his whole life and or not his whole life, but uh, it's, it's a, it's a huge bakery up here. They do uh, buns for, um, a large, uh, baking chain, but, um, they, uh, you know, he's watches every week and he's like, Oh, I loved when you guys, you know, talked about this, this was so relatable. And it's like, yeah, like that's, that's what it's about, you know? Absolutely. And a uh, matter of fact, one of the ladies of the, the Dick Talk Mimosas <laughs> podcast was saying like, I, I listened to it. Some of my friends, some of my, um, more, automobile mechanic friends listen to and they're like oh my god this is told this happens there too <laughs> like, yes <Yeah>. yes <laughs> yes it does <laughs> i think we've even had some people who were in the food service industry like uh waitresses and stuff go oh my gosh when you guys were talking about such and such individual oh we have the same person who works here with us you know who acts the same way and does the same thing so it's kind of cool that yeah we're aviation maintenance based but um definitely have 
transcended multiple multiple work environments, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty awesome. I, th- I think one of the funniest things, MVP, was when you're, you told me your wife's uh, co-workers all started saying the word nugget. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, was yeah. hilarious. I was cracking yeah. up. <laughs> they still, and most of them have been, been there around that area for a little over a year now. So they don't, they don't say, not, not a year. It wouldn't have been that long, but like probably five months now. They, but they still call each other nuggets when they do something dumb. <laughs> Like they'll yeah. make a new person mistake and like, oh God, you're such a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> love I'm it. A nugget, shut up. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Freaking to love it. Greatness. All right. Um, less, um, less serious question. Uh, who would win in a fight? Uh, a bear or a gorilla? I'm going to go with a gorilla. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to say gorilla too. More agile, but pretty crazy amount of crazy strength. Mm-hmm. Although, although. What's the environment we're fighting in, though? Ooh, that's fair. because if we're if we're in the frozen tundras of the north, I think the bear is going to have the advantage just because the bear is built for that environment. And the gorilla is built for a a more balmy environment. I'd say true, very true. Ah, uh, I mean, I'm 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 leaning towards the gorilla because uh, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know what though? I I mean, it's, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Big monkey versus giant radioactive lizard. You know what I mean? Like, come on! Like the one blast out of Godzilla's mouth should pretty much vaporize Kong. But I get it. It's it's a movie. It's entertaining. It's based on the original Japanese films, right? I still think all Godzilla would have to do is grab him, take him underwater, and that's the end of Kong. Or one one nuclear mouth blast, right? Well, in the Japanese one, Kong won, but then but I know it that's, was, that's the thing. And I think he's probably going to win in this next one, mm-hmm. this, this most recent one. But yeah, I mean, it, if you put it facts to facts and Titan against Titan, it just, it, it seems Godzilla has a few more advantages right. than just being a giant monkey. Well, I think that's kind of like the same uh, concept as like, who would win Batman or Superman? Like, w- okay, well, what's the context? Like, yeah. Well, who who's is the there, is who's there kryptonite? The, right, who's the air quote bad guy in this one? Right, because we've seen both. We've seen moments when Batman's the bad guy because he went all loopy as shit and he was just like fuck the government kind of thing. And then there was one where it was Superman was the bad guy because I hate everybody because my girlfriend died or my wife died. You know, yeah. So yep. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and his Batman's suit is it in space? made of. Yeah, it wasn't made in space on the surface of the sun. You know, what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, what, what's happening? What, what are we doing a way here? to breathe in space? Is he is he going to be okay when Superman flies him to the right? <laughs> but like same concept, right? Like yeah. in in every logical sense, and in almost every, almost every scenario, Superman or Godzilla would win because here's the dude who can literally punch through time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, or he flies so so. Fast in the opposite direction, he reverses time. Or yeah, dude, lifted infinity. Yeah, yeah he, he 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 has no real weaknesses other than kryptonite, which can only yeah. be found on his home planet, supposedly. Right. Or there was an in, there was a iteration of an older comic where Superman sneezed and he destroyed a galaxy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy oh shit. yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, really, man. <laughs> yeah, like what are the limitations of this person other than a green rock? You know. With- Basically nothing, you know. What I mean, if you follow the comics along, like basically nothing. Now, I think there was a, I think there was a fight where they had 
Goku versus Superman. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, that that's gonna be an eternal nerd battle right there. Yeah, I, we'll probably maybe maybe we we'll let that go for another time because I can <laughs> I can hear the listeners screaming already. Oh, for sure. It, it's freaking Goku, man. <laughs> so, like, oh, hold, hold up, hold up, hold you. up, hold up. <laughs> I'm gonna. Hold uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to answer a question you guys didn't ask. In case you guys were wondering, we're huge comic book nerds. Um, so if we didn't have an aviation podcast, we'd probably be running like a, a Marvel podcast or a DC podcast or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with some anime mixed in there. Exactly. Heck yeah. Right. If we, if we were to do that, if we do DC versus Marvel, I mean, eight out of 10 times, I would say DC would win just because it's trended that way. And they got Superman. That's it. Like, there's nothing else. Like, Superman has... He's basically infinity. Like, there's nothing beyond that. <laughs> now, uh, but Marvel also has... Uh, what's his name? Not not Reed Richards' son. What's his name? Frank? I think it's Frank. Uh, Franklin Richards. Yeah, it's Reed Richards. Franklin, son. yeah. He's like the closest thing to Superman. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, him and Sentry. Sentry's a big oh, one. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Sentry. Damn. I'm terrible. I'm failing everybody. What was Doctor Sorry. Manhattan? Was he Marvel or is he DC? Uh, I think he's DC. Doctor Manhattan is DC. Yeah. DC, okay. Yeah. The, the whole Watchmen series is DC, right? Yes. There's another one. There, Luke. Yeah. Another pseudo guy. There we Fuck. go. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. We could spend the rest of the episode on that. We really oh, could. <laughs> right. So, Barry Gorilla. Uh, if it was neutral, Gorilla. Right. If it was like, uh, if it's an environment that suits the other, uh, then, then that's, the, that's the coin toss there. What is the dumbest question a customer has ever asked you? So I used to work at a popular coffee chain that's all all around the world. But anyways, um, I got asked once if there's coffee in my iced coffee. What? (laughs) What? That's what you're looking at. Are you you messing with me right now? (laughs) You want to go to war? (laughs) Like, I I was like, caffeine? No, no, coffee. Is there coffee in your iced coffee? And I'm like, you said it twice. Oh, you're just oh, you're dumb. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to go to war, Balaki? <laughs> like, it's like, sir, I don't know what, what else would be in it. I'm not. I, I mean, there's ice. I just couldn't compute. I was like, yeah. You, you had the blue screen of death, the air of 404 flash across your eyes. Like, wait a minute. You got the hard red reset. circle Hold death, on. You know? I was like, unplug it, plug it back in, let's go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I got anything to top that one. That's pretty Um, good. Okay, this is in my previous life when I used to install telephones. So uh, a telephone has one dedicated uh, pair of lines for one button, right? I'm talking like speed dials, intercom, stuff like that. So there's a dedicated pair for one button and it does one function and that's it, right? So I had this one customer who said, can I have a phone where I can do speed dial and intercom on the same button? And I was like, what? <laughs> that, that, how does that, 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 how does it, that's not going to work. It's not just going to know what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's not a computer, <laughs> it's a phone. It's a you know, phone. this is... This was like back in the day, like back in like rotary phone rotary type shit days. when everything is starting to be dial tone instead of pulse tone, you know? Yeah. Oh man. So, so like I spent like a solid 20 minutes with this guy trying to explain to him why that wouldn't work. And the science wasn't jiving. I'm like, bro. And I'm like looking at everybody and they're just laughing along behind me and like, jump in, please. Because 
I don't know how else to tell him. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. No, I don't really have anything to compete with those. The only thing is, like, before I went to school years ago, uh, I was doing some landscaping, and I was running the weed eater, weed eater and this uh, old man approached me who, like, lived next to the storage units that I was running the weed eater around. And he kind of waves at me, and I stop and look over at him. He says, nice day today. I said, yeah, it sure is a nice day. You're uh running the weed eater, I see, as it's idling in my hands. So. <laughs> yeah. You uh yeah. you uh you gonna finish up today? Well, I hope I hope to. I mean that's about that's about the extent of it. No, no real questions asked. I think he was just so looking weird. to make conversation, but I was just like <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like my guy, I'm in the middle of something. So. <laughs> yeah. my, 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 my man, I will finish if we stop what we're doing right now. <laughs> That reminds me of like the Bill Engvall joke, you know, like, oh, did you get your truck stuck? Well, as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, it's, that's probably the, the craziest one for me. I haven't had really anything on the aviation realm that was too dumb. Usually it just, usually it just comes down to like, what's it going to cost? Was there a cheaper way? I'm like, this is the, the cheapest way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. about, that's about the extent of it for, for aviation. It usually just comes down to cost. Yeah. Uh, as far as aviation concerned, I think the the closest. I don't think it was dumb. I think it was just more like like sarcastic, like pushy language. You know, like how long is this gonna take? Oh, it's gonna take you that long. You know, kind of, kind of, kind of conversationally. Oh, I've yeah, I've had those too. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not really there to to be stupid. It's just there to like kind of question you or like poke fun at you. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we've had a similar thing where we took off like the lower engine cowl mm-hmm. and a bunch of pieces of the, the starter generator were laying in the bottom of the cowl. The thing pretty much grenaded itself. Yeah. And you're like, well, does it need to be replaced? As you're holding like 60 different pieces in your hand, you're like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to JB weld this one together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's too much of a puzzle piece. Like, yeah, does it need to be replaced as you're holding an abomination of a starter generator, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to have to be replaced. I'm not going to approve this, nor could I approve this right. <laughs> for flight. <laughs> right. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> um, what is, what is it like flying commercially now knowing the maintenance or lack thereof that goes into a plane? I don't know. I sleep on the plane just fine. Um, <laughs> I know that there's a bunch of redundancy in place. To, to mitigate most most failed uh, components. That being said, uh, I think if half the people flying airlines knew what all was on the MEL or minimum equipment list, you'd be stunned. Yeah, because it's quite a extensive list at in most cases. Now I know we've seen like recently where that engine let go of itself. What was it over Colorado and sent nacelles and pieces of the motor to. Uh, into various yards and stuff. And uh, yeah, some of that stuff's uh, inevitable, but know this, that the aircraft, even twin engine are all designed to fly, be able to fly with one motor. So that's the redundancy side of it. Yeah. And then like some, a lot of stuff, if it's, if it's going to fail, it's not going to be, unless it's like straight blatant, you, you won't be able to, you won't even know that it went bad until like it's in air or if it's been running for so long already. Like, if that was the case, then you would preemptively punish people because of like, you potentially could have killed somebody like some Tom Cruise minority report kind of thing, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I, I, like I said, I sleep just fine on the planes. I don't have any issues. Um, I know that there's backups to backups. Uh, and you see people like, what about the people when you see them putting speed tape on a panel? Let me tell you, speed tape is magic. Like that's the reason it exists is for those type of applications because, uh, it holds up just fine. <laughs> yeah, it works. It's called a hundred mile tape for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. hundred mile an hour tape for a reason, but the jets yeah. are traveling. You're going to get that one nerd out there, but the jets are technically traveling at 350 to 400 miles per hour. You know what? Shut up, nerd. Like we know. <laughs> stop it. It's just, just stop <laughs> it. <laughs> it's not going to peel up. I promise. <laughs> yeah. And if it does, we'll just put another layer down. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Shoreline? Like, how do you, now knowing some of the stuff we talk about planes, like, do you feel any different about flying in one? Not really. Um, kind of like what you guys said. I think, honestly, it's made me almost feel better knowing how many redundancy, you know, uh, procedures and, 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 and parts there are. Um, mm-hmm. cause yeah, I mean, uh, I, I get it. These, I mean, you're, you're getting in this thing that's defying the laws of physics as it is. Like, you're not supposed to, um, humans are not supposed to fly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, just knowing that and knowing that uh also knowing the success rate of flights i mean yeah let's be real i i would say the high 99 percent of flights uh have a beginning and an and, and a and an end <laughs> yeah in terms right. of a, a positive end so yeah i i feel pretty good about it yeah i i'd rather not i'd rather be landing on time than departing on time you know <laughs> if that if if it if it's because of something like maintenance related i'd rather leave or land on time, then leave on time. Yeah. I prefer driving anyways, if I'm being honest, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Oh man, I am the complete opposite. Put me on a plane and I'll just get there and I can sleep on the way. Get you a Tesla. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Please give me a Tesla. <laughs> That'd be nice. I think it's more so on the, on the gas price of it all, you know, Fair. but if they would be, if we had like electrics, like electric charge stations for like the same amount as gas stations, I would totally buy a Tesla. Hell yeah. Well, did you guys see, I think, I don't know if it's just for LA County or for all of California or what it is, but they, the sales tax went up this past Thursday or Friday to 10.25%. You know what I, you know, I did see something like that where like I went to, I think it was, uh, Orange County or close to it where the gas price was like almost, was like well over $4. Like, holy shit. Oh, my chest. Yeah. We just got a 50 cent tax up here in Washington. Shoo. Oh my God. I mean, it's just making it super hard to, to like, I tell people, like people ask, what's it like to live in California? I said, it's, it's crazy to love and hate a place all in the same breath, <laughs> but man, they just, every, every week, it seems like there's something a little extra just to make you hate it just a little bit more than like it. You know what that's I mean? Fair. Yeah. But I think that's how everything's going, uh, yeah. all around the world, especially with the, with, we're still in the COVID time. So now we're like, yeah, we're trying, we're doing things to make ends meet and I get it, but it is what it is, man. What they're doing as well is that things are, I'm air quoting here, partially open. Like you can eat indoors again, but only like 25% capacity. But the weather's nice, right? Because it's springtime. Mm-hmm. People want to get out. They're tired of being cooped up. And they know that no matter what, you know, they can raise this tax and people are still going to pay it because they just want to get the hell out and do something. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, this one I think is kind of going into another topic. It's like, what are your what are your plans for the future? I would love for us to get into a studio. Uh, I know uh, being doing more in person trips is definitely a goal of ours to help just uh, get you guys the best content that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, I know another goal of ours is is to 
you know, obviously get you guys more merch, try to try to get you guys the ability to purchase stuff that you guys can own at home so that you can represent the podcast in whatever way you choose um, and different mm-hmm. ideas. And if you guys have any merch ideas of what you guys would like to see, please let us know. Yeah, most def. Yeah, uh, we're all we mentioned this already, like I think a couple of times on the episode, but like more podcast collaborations. There's like so I think there's at least four or five that we're looking to work with right now and we're open to do more collaborations with other other podcasts if you guys got one or you guys would like to have us on please reach out to us let us know and we'll work something out with you Um, mvp mentioned it earlier we have some guests lined up we are totally excited to bring them on and it was quite a hassle to get to get them all synced up to so we can do it and we're and we were we're totally dying to hear your feedback on that just so just I think we got some good guests lined up. I'm I'm personally excited about it. Shoreline mentioned it about the on, about the merch. Where our online shop has been in the works. We're right we're right there as far as getting it going. But we're just finalizing a couple of things so we can full green light and let it let you guys have at it. Uh, if you're on our newsletter or you follow us on social media, you'll definitely hear that first. And if you are on our newsletter or on Patreon, you'll mo- you will get a, like a, a special discount for the for the online store once it actually gets going um definitely want to do some more in-person uh public events uh air shows um at physical con- conventions totally we're all for that we love to do it we're we're a traveling bunch so <laughs> you know it's one of the we've been itching to do it for forever yeah and it's one of the things we're totally prepared to do once we actually get going. Yeah, I'll add to that fire. I'll just say fire. Financial independence, retire early. But what that really means to me in this current situation is I would like to be able to have the freedom to do more with this podcast. Like we were talking about traveling and stuff like that, where we can kind of do it as we need to and not have to work around other schedules in our lives, right? Something pops yeah. up midweek, we can just bam, take off and do it. Or one of our guests says, hey, you know, we got this last thing uh, Thursday morning. Can you guys be there? Yeah, not a problem type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can get more FaceTime with with a lot of our listeners. And um, it would be even nice to travel and visit some of our sponsors. You're right. Just do a, a local pop-up with them and maybe a on-site recording with one of their CEOs or one of their management or even just a, a person who works the floor for them and just kind of kind of do more of those things, just tying in with what Shoreline and Six have already said. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, now, uh, virtual conventions are now a thing now too. So, like, like we can have. There's going to be so many virtual conventions prior to a big, major physical one. Once that starts opening up again, uh, we mentioned the podcast collective Facebook group. They do a lot of virtual conventions, and we're we're anxious to see when that one comes up, and then if we can jump on more panels, maybe do an episode with them, stuff like that. We're also, we're also planning or looking for, for more sponsors or affiliates. If you have a business or you know of someone that has a business and they would like to advertise or partner affiliate with us, please contact us. We're, we're all about expanding and putting the word out, helping each other out, uh, growing each other's circles, stuff like that. And then like what Shirley mentioned, if you got stories, uh, tales, experiences, both good, bad, happy, sad, whichever shoot them our way we can either massage make them into an episode we can we can talk we can have like an open discussion about it or or let's say later down the line we can possibly publish a book about it which is another big goal for us 
Yeah, that's 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 still a major goal in my mind. I would love to be able to <clears throat> publish a book and and have it uh, be out there for the general public to read. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely got to subscribe to the the full paid version of Grammarly because my writing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I'd also like to um like w- w- to tie into six again um with having you guys if you have stories or whatever else you can. You can you can even write us a, a an email basically saying hey you know in the shop the other day this and this and this happened and you if you want to write out a, a full narrative I mean we'd be happy to even just read off that whole thing and then comment through it throughout the way you know be it funny serious uh, hey you know I'm having this kind of issues in the shop what are your guys' suggestions on how to deal with it how to approach it how to resolve it how to whatever I mean we'd be more than happy to even do those kind of uh, episodes as well because it'd be uh, you know, I'm sure if you're having this, uh, that problem, somebody else out there in the world's having a similar problem in their own shop and uh, we can try to help as best we can. Yeah, most definitely. Totally can do that. I know we've been having a lot of uh, direct co- uh, direct messages asking of us, like, what's your feelings on high end tools, low end tools? Uh, what's some of the top things that uh, uh, an A&P or a technician should know right off the bat? Stuff like that. Like, we're more than willing, and granted, this is all just our experiences and opinions about it, but it so it's going to generate enough interaction where somebody's going to hear it and then direct and then point you in the right direction more with what we just said or what we think we are, we're saying, and it just helps you all the more. And that's really the goal of it all is to help you guys and highlight some of the highs and lows of what you guys go through, and then we can all share in each other's uh, rise, say. Yeah, learn from our mistakes, so to speak, right? Yeah. As as every generation should from the last or whatever. um, Learn from other people's mistakes, right? They obviously went through something and said, boy, I wish I could have done that differently. Hey, I'm I'm curious in doing this career field as well. Well, hey, here's what I wish I would have done differently when I started out. Fantastic, you know? And it just just keeps getting better and better. Most deaf, most deaf. Charlene, uh, any final thoughts? (laughs) Um, just keep doing what you guys are doing. Um, and we'll keep doing what we're doing. Um, it seems to be working out for everybody so far. Uh, 10,000 is a very large milestone for us. And it shows us that we're obviously doing something right. And that's all thanks to you guys. And yeah, thank you. Yeah. Very much appreciated this. Uh, despite the hard work of the team here, um, it still would wouldn't be anything if it weren't for our fan base um, supporting us and giving us the push to keep getting better and performing better and and just uh, make the best product we can. Absolutely, absolutely. And we we seriously can't thank any of you guys enough. And if we if we could physically just go to you and shake all your hands or express our thanks and like to you in person, we would totally do that. It's just something we can't physically do right now for multiple reasons, but you know, but we totally appreciate everything you guys have done for us, especially the ones we we just named off earlier in the episode, our patrons, you, the listeners, some of our friends and family who, and po- other podcasts who've helped us along other groups who have helped us along again, the, the scroll of thank yous just keeps on going and going and going. And we're going to do everything we can to keep on, uh, improving and making more stuff for you guys, uh, more interaction with you guys. We're li- we're hoping that we can do some videos too, but that'd be more along the lines of live events and public interaction and stuff like that. And getting into the studio that Shoreline had mentioned. 
Right. And and but it's all in the works. We are planning on it. We are thinking of it. We are actively seeking these out. And we're we're doing this all for you guys, really. Um, to highlight you guys, learn from our mistakes, all kinds of stuff like that. And it may be unprofessional to some people, but again, um it's it's all about helping you and help and helping you the audience again. Thank you all so much for reaching ten thousand. We didn't think we would come this come to this point this fast and we look forward to seeing you guys at 15 20 25 50 1 million <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's gonna be good times thanks everybody thanks everybody all right everybody have a great day we'd like to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to keep producing episodes and keep shoreline ever to happy to produce our show with special thanks to erica lamont chris hawkins Stephanie Boltman, Jenny Dignan, Ryan Frushauer, Daniel Schubert, and Steven Shivers. Thank you all, our patrons, so much for all your support and, again, your patronage. If you have ideas, topics, or stories for the show, or you would like to be a guest on the show, visit cancelformaintenance.com and drop us a line on our Contact Us section. We will do whatever we can to get you and or your ideas onto the show. Check out our sponsor, Rockwell Time, for all sorts of outdoors and sporting apparel such as watches, safety-rated sunglasses, and snowboarding goods. Visit rockwelltime.com, use code CX4MX, and save 10% off your purchases. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cancel for maintenance. Patronage, again, allows us to continue making episodes and maintain our gear. Patrons also get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord and discounts to our upcoming merch.